0: to super entrepreneurs podcast today we have with us mark Lavallee. yes yes did i pronounce it right
1: you do it absolutely perfect oh perfect thank you so much (laughs) so happy to
0: have you on the show
1: i'm very happy to see you again shahid yes very pleased to be here
0: yes that's great so you know what i want like you to kind of explain that all this great stuff that you're involved with in your own words um you could take the stage
1: Oh, thank you. So thank you very much. (laughs) No problem. (laughs) I'll take it. I'll take it. Um, Well, first of all, I'm an entrepreneur. Um, I've been in business for many years, starting many companies, having fun. Uh, I did my duty in big company to learn a little bit. And after that, I did startup and having fun and enjoying my life. And around the age of 40 years old, my dad came to me and said, well, son, it's pretty cool the business that you have, but when are you going to... Align this with your passions. I said, "Oh, that's a really good idea. Uh, why don't I don't just shift and actually put my mindset in the right place in order to really enjoy what I'm doing?" And uh, at that moment, I started a company called One Plus One, um, which I started about seven years ago, and we decided to help uh, entrepreneurs and businesses to actually execute. Um, there's a big gap in the market right now where companies have difficulty to actually execute their strategy and we develop a methodology that we call culture of execution to help them grow and transform the business to actually achieve their goals.
0: So can you give us an example how what that looks like in a business to execute? Because if they have the plan, what is stopping them from execution? Can you kind of draw a picture?
1: Yeah, that's a really great question because there's many study, And I was the first one to be stunned, actually, because I'm a guy who has a background in strategic planning and actually did this for many years. And as I was going back to those company, you know, two, three, four years uh, afterwards, every time I was like, oh, there's a gap between what we actually plan and what actually happened. And I was very interested and curious about that gap. And this is actually why I started one plus one to go in that direction. And I read a lot of studies saying, actually, I don't know if you know, but 74% of strategic planning are not fully executed.
0: Oh, I didn't and know. And I was
1: like, what's the cause? What's happening there? And, and again, by reading and researching and uh, understanding best practices, there's another statistic that I came come through was that 72% of the reason why is poor leadership. I was like, What? Uh, I was actually very surprised with that. And then I came across the, another one, another study done by Deloitte saying that only 15% of employees actually knows their goals, corporate goals. And because the, of this disalignment, uh, companies have a tough time to execute. So when we execute, there's actually three pillars that has to be perfectly aligned. First is strategy. You need to know where to go. That's, that's, that's the basic of business. You need, you need to plan and see what's the future is coming. And you know, how do you position yourself in that market to actually grow? But afterward, and, and you're doing a business plan and you're doing your action plans, but the, the management has to be aligned in that direction. And the management has to actually be up to the challenge to really understand how they can contribute every single day to get those goals and having that that focus. And in order to do that, you need to actually put, and this is where I was very surprised with companies, that you need to have a, a system that needs to be in place to actually keep you focused on those goals and that strategy. And we call it OKR. So OKR is an approach called Objective and Key Result. And there's many parts involved in the OKR. It's an approach that has been done by John Dewar. John Dewar was wrote a, a book actually about it, which is called Measure What's Matter. It's a great book that explained that methodology where you need to, finalizing a strategic planning, you need to actually get some goals. Clearly, they have to be smart, measurable, you know, in time, very well defined, about three to five. And then decline this by business unit of your business to every level of management to actually task in company that you revise in a regular part, which is annually, quarterly, monthly, can be weekly, can be every single day, just to keep the focus and making sure that you're actually contribute to the right stuff, which is strategy, because you need to... Always align towards yourself. a goal. I, I, exactly, yeah. it's like hammering a nail. You know, you yeah. can hit everywhere, yeah. but you mm-hmm. always focus on the right spot. You're going to put the nail down.
0: Yeah. So, Mark, I do agree because the goal is such a huge component on a personal level and a business level. And um, people don't even have a clearly defined goal. Um, And that's what my business, I I talk to people, they just go, yeah, I have like, I want to do this, this, but it's not really clearly defined and focused. So that's probably probably your your key ingredient in this entire thing, right? Is
1: finding out their goal. It's actually one of the key ingredients, absolutely, to define. Just defining yeah. goals yeah. sometimes is difficult because you can, you can set up goals, but are they the right goals? And that's the question that you should always ask yourself as a entrepreneur. Am I having the right goals to really achieve what I want? In order to do that, you need to have a second ingredient, which I will call a retrospection of who you are and what are your ability. What is your mindset
0: to actually
1: define those goals? And uh, I I came across, um, I think Dr. Preshets talking about quantum leaps, for example. It is about setting goals at the end of the day. But it is to define crazy goals that you really stretch to the maximum in order to find a new way to grow. And that's a challenge. That's a challenge for everyone because we all have belief. Yeah. We on a conscious our... level. Absolutely. We have a blue on a conscious level, but not yeah. inside. Yeah, Exactly. It comes from our childhood. It comes from who are we surrounded with, depending of the influencers that are around you. This is how you define your little world at the end of the day. So when you push those boundaries to really define the goals that you really motivate you, what, what are you passionate about? What are you driven by? This is where you can get the right goals in some ways.
0: Yes. That's how you you define them. Yeah, you have. that's how you can define them. But you're absolutely right. You know, people are not used to looking at things that way. And you're bringing that emotional side out of them. They're bringing that internal being, internal desires out. And you transform that into your business. Just like your dad told you, you actually put passion into something and look what's happening. You know, it's a passion the people, the customer, what you're doing that brings the results.
1: It's all about emotion. I think Simon Sinek, when he put the golden circle, and you probably know the why, the what, and the how, I think it opened eyes to a lot of people. You reach millions of people to really connect emotionally about what you do. And that's the challenge about an owner. It's to be authentic about what do we really want Put this into goals in a business, which actually the business is a vehicle of what you really want. And the challenge is to surround yourself with the right teams, to mobilize them, act as a coach to really ask them, you know, to work with them, to coach them, to actually deliver greatness and achieve great things. The greatest leader that I've met in my life are the one that has a driven passion to grow and contribute. They never stop. They want to go big, but in the same time, they want to give back. They want to build something that changes yes, the world. Today. Yeah. And I think that this is what we need to be driven even more in today's world than just operate a business like normal operator and bring back to the operation and just like elevate yourself to the next mm-hmm.
0: level. Yeah. And it's so true is that you need that. You need a leader that actually wants who lives by proper systematic way that is following not nature, He's following nature. So what that means is you know developing the teams that they're part of, you know developing the employees, seeing stuff that they can't see in themselves and bringing that out. That's a leader. you know you're bringing your team's emotional side out, your capabilities out and then bring that same emotion to the public, to the consumers. When you make that entire circle, wow, it's magic.
1: It is. It is. It's and magic. actually, as, as it's a tough job to be a leader. You know, let's be honest. It's every single day you help others. Okay. But in order to do that, you need to love people. You just need to love people. You know, mm-hmm. you need to love you have them, to see them grow, see them succeed. And part of the job of the leader is actually to get rid of obstacle for your team. You work for them. They don't work for you. You work for them. Actually, that's that's great leadership. Exactly. And it's all about mindset. Exactly. It's not about every single day. It's to see things up front, stretch the goal, and help your team getting out of the, the obstacle, get those opportunities in front of you, and just moving forward. And that's how you... You get the team to do really great stuff.
0: Mm -hmm. And the real leaders I feel that I've studied and researched and looked at and and see out there are the ones that are living on, you know, all three planes of understanding, right? They're living on spiritual, they're living on intellectual, they're living on physical. The ones that are doing that combination, the mind-body, those those leaders are just phenomenal. Like, you just, (laughs) you see them anywhere, like on, on, on TV, or you just get that energy from them. You see, like, you have... That right, like so that that kind of energy, you could tell that this person, you know, I want to do business with them. It's not because whatever they're being; it's just because they're following a system that resonates with reality of human nature, right? So that's the best way I found that those three planes are. If you have them, that combination, phenomenal leader.
1: I totally agree with you. It takes a lot of discipline. It takes rigorously every single day to wake up to be on your top game. There's no laziness. There's nothing around it. You just go and do what you have to do every single day. And I totally agree with you. You know, the time to reflect, meditation, visualization is part of your life. Actually eating well, drinking water can make a big difference. I started actually just about three months ago to drink celery juice every single morning.
0: What does it do? It, celery juice? Celery juice. Yeah. Can yeah. you tell me
1: what, what the benefits are? Um, actually, it's, uh, I don't know, it's, it's, it's bizarre. It's not instantly, it's about a couple of weeks later that you just feel like um, energy. You feel clean. Really? I don't know how to how explain much, that. But. How much? Oh, do I you take drink? a full glass. Just a full like, glass? Full oh, glass. I mean like that yeah. glass. Okay. Absolutely. I'm going to try that. I love taking you ideas should. like that. So I love to try it. Yeah. Everybody thinks that the taste is like, eh, not no, no it's okay. really I don't good. Yeah. And actually you start your day empty stomach with your celery juice. And and it, it brings a lot of, I, I feel like it clean up your system. And you just go out there, and I feel more energized. Can I share?
0: Can I share what I do in the morning? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so what I do is I take a teaspoon of uh, apple cider vinegar, and then I put uh, a half a or a quarter teaspoon of cinnamon, and I put quarter a teaspoon of of um, uh, tartar sauce. Oh, not tartar sauce. Uh, What is that called? Shoot. I forgot what it's called now. Anyway, so that and then salts, uh, Himalayan sea salt, like a quarter. And I mix that because I'm on that, you know, ketosis and ketosis and, and intermittent fasting. So I just have that in the morning to kind of clean my organs and, and get that, uh, electrolytes higher. Um, but yeah, definitely this could be part of that. It doesn't do Absolutely. harm.
1: Absolutely, It's yeah. part of being a great leader. I have to you check have be on top to, of your game.
0: Yeah. But I have to check what that, what the calories are in that, <laughs> that drink that you're saying, but definitely like it, during what I break my fast, it'll be a good mix to have. But yeah, you're right. Like this kind of stuff makes that, that remember that mind body, like yeah. you have, you have to take care of your body. When I started learning about mindset and all these kind of things, Things just started happening on its own. Like I started losing weight. I started feeling healthy. My skin, like I I, I stopped like doing all like kind of like drinking and and all smoking. Everything has gone out of my life just by starting to understand me. You know, yeah. like it's so powerful. We have so much power inside us that we just don't know.
1: Absolutely. I, yeah. I went through the same kind of transformation oh, wow. like That's seven amazing. years ago. I actually lost a hundred pound in a year. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was a discipline to get rid of of the, the bad stuff, the black stuff and you just clean yourself so you actually can help others. It's bizarre. You have to help yeah. yourself. It's yes. like going into a plane where, where there's a there's a the, the oxygen you put the oxygen into yourself to help other. Yeah. It's exactly the same. Leadership yeah. is the same thing. If yes. you on top of your game and the people will see and follow and you create a momentum, you create the energy around you that make a big difference. And, and honestly, part of execution is that it's all about leadership. Who's in front that create that energy, that momentum that people can just follow afterwards. It's tools for sure. Yeah. And it's your own leadership strategies. Because, and their strategy is definitely yeah. part of it. Yeah. Yeah. Again,
0: but, yeah but that's strategy, part of it.
1: Leadership and and OKR has to be aligned in the right direction in order to really perform and transform your businesses.
0: Do you, do you start with the executives then and work your way down?
1: At, at the beginning? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Oh, Implementing mm. a culture of, uh, of execution is a year process with the executive team. So typically we go in for a full year and we actually align those elements throughout the process of one year. Okay. Okay. As the team um, has this into their, uh, their DNA of the company, now they go to actually bringing down to their teams so that everybody can have their OKR and align the execution to a company. After that year where the, the, the executive understand the concept and can apply and then the team started. it's actually the reverse that's going to happen in the following years. It's the team who's going to push course. those goals to go forward to actually be part of the process, it's not a top-down uh, approach. It's actually bottom-up. Yes. So it's a big transformation for companies used to say, "I'm going to tell you what to do," to actually being a coach and working for those things. Mm,
0: that's it's awesome. A big
1: transformation.
0: So, so are, do you work? Um, is it a is it a global initiative, or are you uh, strictly in you know in one country or the other? Like you have clients
1: everywhere. Well, at this moment, we're a very small uh, company. We're just three associates. So we're very active here in the province of Quebec. There's a lot of transformation to do. Yeah, of course. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Actually with COVID, everything went virtual. So actually we're now virtual and we do our intervention like from home and no problem there. It actually opened doors to go internationally. We do have a company in Quebec that has a foot in Germany that we work with the, uh, the Germany teams we had another one in Toronto that we did a work at work. So we're trying to expand.
0: Oh, you are. Okay. You're working towards no it.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. yeah.
0: That's great. That's great. Yeah. So yeah, we'll you know- see
1: where it goes. It's a big transformation.
0: It's fun. Yeah. There's so much help needed, Mark. Yeah. Like there's so much help. Like my biggest mission when I, when I started this podcast, it was part of my pivot. Like I'm a COVID pivot child. Like I had to make major pivot. So this show is one of them. And the one thing that came to mind was that what if we could share from other people, some components that can make people's journey easier, because you see it all around. You see people struggling, like in business, they go into business thinking it's going to be great, but then they just don't have the right foundation. They, should, they don't know have the right you know ideas and they struggle. So what you do is is so important. That's why I asked about going global. Is that when there's good people and doing good things, you need it's your responsibility to go global.
1: Absolutely agree with you, Shahid, and and I agree with you. There's a lot of small small businesses. If, if we go just here in Canada. I think that the market is like 92 or 94 percent of businesses are very small. We're talking about two million and less. Okay, the rest is medium-sized and large corporation. So, how can we bring that um, those small company to really push to the next level? as you say, they need to have the right mindset. They need to have the tools. They need to have access to that knowledge. And that's exactly what I've decided to do seven years ago. I was on my own doing my own businesses. And I said, now, how can I contribute a little bit more and actually helping others to understand those basic principles? I would say not basic because there, there's a lot of complexity in it, but let's say the foundation of how to really perform and bring your business to the next level. And this is why I did the ship seven years ago with my partner, Philip.
0: That's great, that's great. Yeah, it's
1: pretty cool, it's pretty
0: yeah. cool. Yeah, it's awesome. So we always like to ask our guests, you know, what their inner superpower is that got them to this point.
1: <laughs> wow, well, uh, that that's a really good yeah, question. Yeah, uh, thank no rush. Well, I, I'm going to play with words. I I, I, think, I I think I see super in entrepreneurs. Oh, that's what I think is my inner
0: power. Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> I've never heard that before. That's, that's no? incredible. Well, yeah, that's I, good. Yeah.
1: There, there's a lot of people that, as we said, the mindset and the belief that they have, they don't really can see themselves the potential that they really have. When you ask the right question and you push them and you you teach them a little bit, we're always surprised with what they can, how they, fast they can go every time. I went through businesses and I go, oh my God, this is going to be a tough one. And within a month, two, three, you just... It was a rough diamond. You polish it, you teach them a exactly. little bit, you coach it, and suddenly they just open up and grow. So I think that's probably part of my superpower is to see potential in them to really push their businesses to the next level.
0: See, I, I had many guests. I never heard that from a guest, but really, <laughs> really... The, you know, people, when I was asked that, you know, why, how, how come you named the super entrepreneurs, right? I said, well, I want to interview entrepreneurs that have something super about them to provide aha moments for other aspiring people that are trying to get into business. But the other component of, of that is that every single person is super within, they just don't know it. Just like you're saying, right? Like it says, they have so much power within, they just don't know it. So by by bringing that aha, bringing that out of them, that might put a spark that bring that
1: superness I would, you know, <laughs> if that's absolutely. a word. But yeah. it's absolutely. Well, actually, Shayed, you're doing the same. Yeah. yeah, probably I steal this from you. Honestly, no, no. <laughs> yeah. So no, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. <Mark. laughs> but you're doing this every single day is to bring people to the next level, and yeah, I think that the more we are going in that direction, the more we can create a movement to actually bring growth, and the more growth we have, the better economy we have, the better we can share, the better we can have any kind of services or product or whatever, and just going to dominate that world. And that's what we should do. You know, there's a book, Good to Great. There's a reason why, you know, you don't do a business just to be good. You do a business because you want to be great. You need to have those coach and those people in the the environment that stimulate that into a mindset.
0: It's so true, Mark. And it's it's giver's gain. You know, people talk about that, but we're talking about it at a very deep level. Giver's gain is not just simply giver's gain. Okay, I want to get a coffee for someone, right? No, it's a very deep type of emotion when you become that person to leave everyone with an increase when you meet them or deal with them. That is giving. It doesn't have to be money. It's, it's just, it's, you're just giving something. So when I see someone doing something that makes an impact, I have to interview them. I have to, I want to bring them on a show. You know what I mean? Like I don't, there's, there's, you know, people like that, people that give don't think about competition. They don't think about those things. They just want to create. They just want to build. They just want to create and, and serve and add value. Right. They know the laws that we are governed by are going to bring back tenfolds when you do good. So
1: Absolutely. And there's nothing more rewarding that someone just say, thank you for bringing me to the next level. and yes. Letting me go. So my, beautiful. They had constrained their book, their clothes like this. And then they open up and say, thank you, because you opened myself. To this world and giving back again, so create givers create givers. Yes, yes, and that's what so true. Absolutely, yeah, Absolutely. that's a good one. So. Givers
0: create create givers. That's awesome. I never heard that before. That's good. No, giver creates givers. <laughs> givers yeah, For sure. For sure. that's so true. Yeah, that's so true. Like it's fulfilling. I, yeah, it's fulfilling, very fulfilling. Um, and it, it, it creates a next level passion into people and to things, into even your success. You know, when you see other people's success, it's just beautiful. It's amazing. Do you have any kind of recommendation you could give someone that's looking to kind of? get out of the nine to five because I really want people to start be getting into business. Like I want them <laughs> out of the nine to five. So is there any suggestion you could give to someone that's working somewhere in a business and in and, and a company nine to five, they want to do more for their family. They don't have an idea, but they have the passion There's something is speaking within them. What kind of recommendation you could give someone like that?
1: Hmm. Well, you, you've mentioned the key words, passion. What is your, why? I read a book. It was pretty cool. It was called, uh, it's a book from John Strelake, uh, The Five Dreams of Your Life or something like that. He, he, he write the book, The Why Cafe, and then he write a second book about, you know, how to fulfill your life. And it really opened me up. And I would give that advice to read that book, actually, because it made me cry at the end. Because there's there's a scene where he talks about, try to put to see yourself at your funeral. What are you going to see? Do you see people um, crying? Do you see people happy? Do you see people talking about you, that the things that you've changed in their lives? Do you see a wall with picture of the contribution that you did in your life? And I, think I just that,
0: got goosebumps. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I think this is
1: where this is where it starts. It's about fulfilling your dream, fulfilling who you are, your true, fully potential. And it take, you need to take the leap. You need to jump in it and take, of course, there's risk. And that's part of being an entrepreneur. But the reward is so, so big in terms of fulfillment and having the, the dream life that you always wanted. And there's only you can define that, you know? It's sometimes you see people around you say, oh, I'm going to be a millionaire. I'm going to be this. And some people talk about being billionaire and changing the world and being global. And you look at them like, who are they? They are the one who changed the world. They are. You need to have those people to really follow their passion and take that leap. And just move forward. So I would say, have the courage to do it. However, surround yourself with people who can help you to make that leap. You know, whether it's a coach, whether it's an expert, whether who it is. Be the an environment. People who've been there, mentors. Mm-hmm. You know, people who've done it before. Surround yourself with your, with those people. The, the, the human has the capacity to learn very, very fast. So why would you just learn by yourself when you have others who've done it before? So I would say start by having like two, three, four, five people around you that you can reach, that you can talk to and just get those advice, get those, the, the things that they've done that you can learn from. So it to accelerate your project. Mm-hmm. That's how mm-hmm. I would do it.
0: That's exactly how you do it. Yes. That's a great point. Great advice. Mark, it's been a pleasure. I'm so, I was so happy to meet with you like this and talk about all these things. Uh, we definitely share a lot of the same passions and, and, and desire. So I, hopefully we can stay in touch. If you're ever in this side of the, the area, just make sure you just message me and get together for some, if the COVID is still not an issue, hopefully. <laughs> yes, uh, but yeah, definitely meet. I uh, would love to meet you in person if you're ever here. Um, but uh, yeah again thank you so much for coming on the show
1: shayad thank you so much for inviting me it was a great pleasure talking to you and let's change this world